it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, everyone. Thanks for checking out Campfire Stories. Did you know that you can tune into our live stream every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, right here on Spotify? That's right. You can listen to our show live every week. But Corinne, you have to tell them the best part. Uh, How could I forget? Want to join the discussion, chat around the campfire, or share your own ghoulish and ghostly story? All you have to do is download the Spotify Live app by following the link in our episode description. Nothing to be scared about. Maybe. You can sign up for free or use your Spotify login to join. Then follow Campfire Stories to get notified when our room is going live and we'll save a spot for you by the fire. So remember, you can listen to Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, or join us to share your story on the Spotify Live app available now at the App Store. You bring the stories and we will bring you the campfire. Hello. Happy Tuesday, everyone. And welcome to Campfire Stories. I'm going to bring Corinne up here in... Oh, there. wait, this might have been our quickest one yet. Woohoo! I really thought about it. I was like, here are the steps I must follow. It was so speedy. Hello, everyone. Yeah. You know who was speedy? It was Scott. I opened up the room and Scott was immediately in it. So Scott even beat me. Congrats to Scott. Winner. For Scott slash... Sven. <laughs> uh, Hello, everyone. I'm I love seeing everyone come in on a high from last week. Same. I talked to Nick it about was, it for days. It was so good, right? My dad called me the next day and he was like, I don't even think he said hello. I think he just went straight into it and said, so last night was awesome, right? And I'm like, yeah, it was. <laughs> my parents it were really here was. listening. Oh. It was so fun. Oh, hi, Lexi. Welcome. So I'm so glad that you could be here with us. Yay. It is funny. First timers. Because Corinne and I, we try really hard to be professional businesswomen. And that includes, you know, posting on our social media that we have this every week. But then there, yeah, we oh, forgot. Did we then forget there are the week? occasional. Here's the yeah. thing. I forget every week. You're the one that posts. Yes. This. And I forgot today. And I still, I'm in awe that there are 92 people, 93 in here right now. And that you guys just remembered on your own. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank guys. you for being dedicated listeners who um, show up more than uh, we do. I guess. To tell the spooky tales to each other. I'm so stoked. Our Discord got a huge facelift. Thank you, too. We had a few volunteers who uh, had experience either with Discord or running Discord channels who volunteered to help out. And it is looking great. I was like, whoa, this is so much better than the version I had of it. It's so good. So, Oh, wait. I'm excited to look at it. Yeah. Here, I'm going to, as we're... Ooh, getting on. And as people are coming forward, I'm going to grab the Discord link just so I can copy and paste it in here every so often. 
SP.com. Oh my gosh, Virginia is here from Spain. That is so cool. Oh, wow. Oh my gosh. A late night for you. Hello, everyone. Okay. So before I joined here, I took all my vitamins for the day. And I take quite a lot of them just because like, you know, supplements and health and stuff. But um, I every time I take them, I get to my magnesium pills, which are massive. And I, I swear they are going to kill me. But aren't you supposed to take magnesium? That's one of the things that I'm I mean. Thinking. I didn't I mean realize they come in such like a horse pill point. Like I think they're I'm gonna shape, choke shape because they're yeah, so big. You should, you should make you should take them in front of Nick so that if you do choke, he can save you. I once almost choked at lunch when I was working on Blind Spot, and I was so embarrassed that I left the room and dug my fingers Aww. to the back of my throat and pulled the piece of lettuce out of my throat myself rather than no, rather than <laughs> choking in front of people. <laughs> It's so sad. <laughs> you have to let people help you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, that is I, the most you thing I've ever heard, but it also makes me really, really sad. <laughs> I, want, I don't want you to be embarrassed. That's the hard thing about choking is it is kind of embarrassing and it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. It should be it's scary. Like, oh, you don't know how to chew. Should, yeah. I don't know why it's so, so scary, but well, I'm glad you're still with us. That happened at, at my work. There was a girl that I, when I was still working at my last job, there's this girl, Kayla, who I was sitting next to at lunch and she started choking, but it, it was silent. Like she just, her eyes just started watering and Did everyone was talking her? around her. And I just like looked at her and then I started going forward towards her and she started to turn her back and I just slammed her back, like hit her so hard twice in the back and it went <gasps> It came up and she was like, oh my God, I was dying. I was like, I could see. I saw you stop breathing and your eyes start to water and you starting to touch your throat. And I realized you were choking. Okay. Well, that is the most Corinne story ever. (laughs) (laughs) So I would save you, Sabrina, before you have to run to the bathroom to pull your lettuce out Thank you. I wish that you were in my life presently and here so that you could actually save me. Oh my gosh. Well, we are about to be saved by all of these spooky stories from everybody. There's no theme tonight, but stick around because at the end of this, we will collect suggestions and we'll choose a theme for next week. Let's stop talking. Well, me, I'll stop talking and we'll bring someone up here to tell us their ghost story. Um, I'm going to start with Daniel. And there's a bonus because it's a black kitty photo. And then I'm going to bring up Eden after that. Oh, hello, Daniel. Okay. There is the unmute button. It's slightly difficult to navigate towards, but if you swipe uh, the chat way. Oh, hello. Can I, can I pick it up? Oh, yes. You got it's it. Me. Hi. Hi. I'm freaking out. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you guys say, I'm going to bring it. Daniel I was like, no, there's no way that's me. And then you're like, it's a black cat. Oh my God, it is me. <laughs> We're so excited. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm I'm great. I I just got out of physical therapy. Nice. Hope you Ooh. feel feeling good and strong and better. Yeah. I'm feeling a little better. Thank you very much. What's your cat's name? Her name is Blair. Um, she just turned five yesterday. Happy birthday, Blair. That's so sweet. Oh, love black. Do cats. we have Do we have a theme? Um, I I kind of zoned out from um uh, Savannah taking over and muting audios. No, no we don't. No so what? Whatever has happened to you, you are able to share it okay uh five minutes i'll keep it quick I think ever since i was maybe like five or six was when i realized that i had a like a special something to like the supernatural because i would see shadows but i, I didn't understand that they were shadow people oh. at the time 
also like at at night was when I would see them the most. And where I used to live, we had a our kitchen window facing the outside, and we had one tree that would just like sway like when it's windy. And you know when when it's the the natural shadow, like you can see when it's moving with the tree. But for me, I wouldn't see the shadows moving back and forth. They would just walk in one direction. So every shadow on my window would go either left to right or right to left, but not like back and forth the way the way the tree is moving. And then as I got older, mm. um, and I and I can actually recall, I would have like these childhood friends, but, like in my imagination, but I can see them. And my mom couldn't see these kids, and I was like, "Mom, like he's he's right there. Like how do you not see?" And this 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 child's name was Andrew. And she's like, how do you not see Andrew? He's right there, like, next to me. And she's like, oh, you're just being cute with your imaginary friends. I was like, uh, okay. But I'm like five, so whatever. <laughs> I guess it's an imaginary friend. <laughs> well, this is like the classic imaginary friend story, right? Like, you, yeah, you yeah. think all the like, parents are just like, oh, it's, it's just an person. innocent, yes. And you're like, no, I'm seeing a spirit. <laughs> it's like, no, there is someone there. I, I can give you details. But, but she ignored it. And so I was like, okay, whatever. And and uh, now, more than 20 years later, uh, I, I recently turned 29. I can still see spirits uh, at my job. I can see uh, people walking by, but but they're but they're already deceased. And my boss is with me and, and he validates with me that there's nobody there. And I'm like, dude, this has to stop. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, I, we, so you all you continue to see people. This isn't just something from my childhood. I continue to see people um, as recently as two weeks ago. Um, I saw an elderly gentleman. Uh, I, I'm like five nine, and this guy was taller than I was, so I, I would probably comfortably put six feet. And um, and uh, he was he was white. He was wearing uh, blue jeans, a gray t-shirt. And I would ask my boss, like, is this someone who like passed away here? Because we've had people like pass away of old age at our at our warehouse. And he's like, not from what you're describing. So I was like, well, then we just got visitors now. Has anyone else experienced anything there or are you kind of alone in seeing these spirits at work? I'm alone in seeing them. Um, but my boss has said that from time to time he'll catch like a shadow running in the back. And I'm like, well, it's probably the guy that I saw last week. Ah, <laughs> oh, ooh, this is giving very the sixth sense vibe. <laughs> very, very you know? much so. <laughs> You're like, I see all the dead people. <laughs> I see dead people. I, I, I apparently don't hear anything. I finally just got back. Did. I missed a lot of this, but I, I'm very excited to be back. Well, Daniel's just seeing mm-hmm. people everywhere. It's I feel like I was gone for 23 years, um, but now I'm finally back and you're seeing dead people. Mm-hmm. Wait, oh, Laura yeah. has a question in the chat for you, Daniel. Do do they talk to you? Oh. Do you ever hear anything? Seth? I, I, it, it's really weird. Like, I, I don't I don't hear it, but I can feel that they're talking, if that makes sense. Um, oh. I, 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 I do know that they, they notice me. Like, there's no, like, like, hey, I'm over here type of situation. It's like, like, I can feel that they're trying to talk to me, but they can't. And I I feel what they are feeling. So if, if whoever that person was is, like, really happy, I suddenly just get slammed with, like, serotonin and I'm happy. And I'm like, oh, this was a good person. And I can also feel when someone was, like, hurt. Like, my chest just starts to get really, really tight. And I'm like, oh, no, this person went through something. Oh, geez. So it, it's very impactful. It's so interesting because, yeah, I was going to say, like, I feel like yeah. we assume that people who see spirits can just talk to them and hear them and all that stuff, too. But 
that, mm-hmm. you know, there's clairvoyant, there's clairaudient, there's different types of communication. And how cool that you, I mean, have you ever had a, a feeling that was really, really negative that was really hard to escape? Yes. And that one actually came from, well, I don't know if I want to keep it as negative, but but, but the story with this one is that um, I used to have these roommates uh, that I no longer live with, um, good people. We, we just don't live together. Her mom, um, I, I won't mention names, uh, just out of respect. Um, her mom uh, passed away when she was very young. And so uh, one day I'm just in the backyard with my, my girlfriend at that time. And then I started uh, feeling that someone was connecting to me and and she, she's also clairvoyant, so she held my hand and she she took out one of her crystals that she happened to have on her. And she's like, here, just grab this and, and just let me know if you feel anything. And that friend came to sit down with us and she thought I was like like feeling sick. But but my uh, ex, she was explaining, no, 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 he's, he's probably getting a message. Just wait a little bit. And I started telling this friend of ours, like, hey, there's, I'm seeing like a woman, but she's really young, like maybe in her 20s. And she's here in the driveway, like like at, at her house where, where, where we were living. She's in the driveway and she's waving hi to me, but not to me, like if that makes sense. Like like she was using me to say hi to somebody. And uh and behind her I detailed uh this car. It was a it was like a nineties model, uh it was either a, a Tahoe or a suburban, but one of those kind of vehicles. And I, I detailed the color, the size it was, like how small, uh the condition it was in. And then my friend, like her eyes were bloodshot wide open. And she's like, dude, that that's my mom. And that's our old Tahoe. And I was like, well, this lady, like, like she's young. So I don't know how young your mom was, but, but all I can see, like, I, I saw her mouth saying it's okay, but I couldn't hear her saying that it's okay. And, and then suddenly I, I felt like I couldn't move my body anymore. And I verbally said, it's okay. And then, and then I kind of blacked out for a second. And when I came to, uh, my friend was crying and she was like, dude, like you just described my mom in the car that we had before she died. And she was only in her twenties. Oh my God. Oh, I have chills. So yeah. So when that, when that wow. was relayed back to me and I was, I was just sitting there like smiling. I was like, Oh, that's cool. <laughs> like, like it, that's that beyond cool. That's incredible. <laughs> I, I wasn't bothered by it. I didn't feel scared or hurt, but, but all my energy was depleted. And I knew that, that she used me to channel to her daughter to say that it's okay. And I was just happy. And I was like, from, from here, I'm just going to sit um, until I can feel my legs again. <laughs> and then, um, and then, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get some dinner. And I, I chalked it up like nothing happened because I'm so used to it. But my poor friend, she was so hysterical. She was like, dude, that was my mom. That was my mom. And I was like, hey, it's okay. And I just gave her a big ass hug. And then we just, and we just, we called it from there. But but I've experienced that many times. Okay. The fact that you're experienced too in that, Mm -hmm. I mean, I know you've had a ton of experiences, but that specific one, the details that you saw and were given were so specific. It's not like you just guessed some sort of general information. Someone's trying to like piece it together. Like, oh, maybe it's my grandma. Like the fact that you were able to experience and take in all of that and then felt comfortable enough to, to share it with her too because I feel like there's you know there's instances where maybe you could experience something but you don't necessarily feel like you should tell everyone else what you're seeing or experiencing but you were obviously yeah, meant yeah. to and I'm so glad that you did <laughs> oh yeah and, and because, yeah, because I've been doing incredible. that before I've been doing that for more than 20 years like just randomly someone will come to me and and she knew it was very valid because her her boyfriend at the time uh happened to be like one of my best friends and even he didn't know those details about about her mom and 
he was just sitting there like, like, how come you never told me? And she was like, I never told anybody. Like, maybe, maybe one other person knows, wow. like, like her siblings. But she said, like, she never told anybody. And so I was like, well, that further proves that I have this gift and that she feels Yeah, valid. I was just going to say, you're magical. You have such a cool gift. And I'm so glad that you're able to use it in such a positive way. Oh, yes. And, wow. And I'm this is amazing, to Daniel. It's, thank you. Thank you. I'm afraid like to take so... it more time. <laughs> well, it sounds like you have a lot more experiences. So will you email them to us as well? Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll do my best to get um, as many stories as I can write out. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. Yay. Thank <laughs> you so much. This was so awesome. What a great start. Thank you, Sabrina and Corinne. I love you guys so much. You've, you've been you've been such an amazing conduit for me. Like, with, this, with this gift, like this has been such an amazing uh, journey and life experience. Knowing that I'm not alone and I feel valid with you guys. So, so truly thank you for this. Oh, thank you. That's so That's sweet. sweet. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Have a wow. Well, we say it all the time. I mean, I feel like it's it's nice for us to hear compliments and to have it directed at us, but at the same time, it's the same to everybody else, right? Like it, this, it feels comfortable here because everyone's making it comfortable. Yeah, yeah. We I feel like we hardly do much to create that. It's everyone else that's here. No, we say go live and then everyone else joins and it's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> and you do all the work for us. <laughs> it's the best. Uh, yes. Okay. I said I was gonna bring up Eden, right? Uh, I think so. Okay. And then I really want, I'm like in the mood to be scared. So if someone has a scary, spooky story, will you super, super say spooky. hands up or put your hand up in the chat? Ashley, Ashley Clark, you'll be next. Hi, Eden. Hi, Eden. Hi. Okay, I have two stories. One spooky. Um, thank you for calling me up. I'm super excited. Um, so Yay. first one's pretty quick. It happened in Disneyland. Um, okay. yeah, super glitchy. Uh, my grandma was with me. Our story has stayed the same for years, and I can't explain it. Um, so I was like 10 or 11, we were on Indiana Jones, like walking down to that part where it has the screen. My cousin's a jerk and scared me and said that people have really looked into Medusa's eyes and turned to stone and died. So I got super scared, asked my grandma to, I was like, I gotta go pee. I'm so sorry. I can't do this. I gotta go pee. And we go out and exit door. We've just figured we've got the exit door and we come back around to the front, (laughs) but no. So we go out. The sounds of the park immediately disappear. The coloring, like the sky, everything is like really dull. It's like kind of like a gray, kind of gray tone. And we're just like walking around for like two hours. We're walking around trying to find someone. People are riding past us in bikes with like khakis, dark blue shirts on, helmets, and just like like a horror movie riding the bikes, just staring straight ahead. Ignoring you? Yeah, ignoring you. Um, bicycling, like, oh my gosh, riding past super slow, and we're just like in tourist clothes. Like, we obviously don't belong here, and they're just riding past us. Um, you can see like the backs of the park, like of like all the rides and everything. And then we finally found a door. It's the same exact door that we went out. Time hasn't moved past. The our family is like still on the ride. We go back the way that we came to go out, and yeah. That's the first story. I don't know what happened. My grandma was there. So oh, I was like, oh, God. I got chills. Yeah, it was completely, it was like the second that door closed, 
it was silent. You can't hear like the screams of people on rides. You can't hear anything. And it's just like what? completely different color. Yeah, it was the strangest thing. And to this day, it's like the most vivid thing that's ever happened to me, at least. So this is, is reminding so me bizarre. of when people talk about in this simulation, when there's some sort of glitch and you don't necessarily time travel, but they call it like going into a back room or something like that, where it's like, you're not supposed to be there. You basically like went through a wrinkle in time, like in the fabric, but yes. you didn't make it to another time. You're just like in this warped dimension before. Yeah. And the people riding past me and my grandma are looking at each other like, we don't belong here. Can someone help us? And they just ride on past. Um, so yeah. <sighs> this also yeah. reminds me of like a glitch in the matrix. Like you like slipped through time. Yeah. And it's, it's, just, it's weird. It's literally, it's like the door right before you start, you're like going down right before you start like all that, like in between. And then you get to the screen and you have to go. So it's like on the right hand side and it's just like regular. And every time I pass it, once like going to Disneyland after every time I look at that door, I'm like, Ooh, don't go in there. Would you go in there again? To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Can we come with you? Let's all go. Let's get tickets. Wait, what is what did your grandma think of the experience? What did she say after? She just thought it was just as strange as as I I did. And to this day, I would ask her, like, you remember that Disneyland thing we experienced? She's like, that was just the most bizarre thing. Like we we both can't. Once we got out of that door, we just kind of sat there where everyone comes out at the end and we were just like, uh, looking around, like this is the backs of everything that we saw but where were we yeah we okay so if you if wow. you had to pee when you went in there but then were trapped in whatever area this was for like two hours did you actually make it to the bathroom in here or did you just suddenly like lose the urgency of needing to go to the bathroom? kind of suddenly lost it like once we went in once I think I realized how weird it was and how strange I just peeing was like the last thing on my mind on my little kid mind, for sure. My second story, it's not for me. Um, I asked my cousin after listening to your podcast if he's had any weird experiences, and he did in Oregon. Um, he used to be a security guard, so he he walked around schools and everything to make sure no one got in. Um, and one experience, he was at this old, old school that had like sensors. So if something inside went off or if any doors had opened, he would have to go in, check and then reset it. So he got there, he got an alert, he got there and he saw that the door was propped open with a rock. And he was like, okay, that's really weird. Just probably kids um, going in and, you know, trying to smoke or just vandalize things. So he goes in and when you go in the door, to the right immediately is like the office. There's a door. And he heard laughing behind that. And he's like, okay, like you guys got to get out. Security opens the door. Nothing's in there. So that's the office. In the back is a door that would lead to the rest of like the school hallway. He said once he opened the door, the laughing stopped in the office. And then he could hear it just on the other side of the hallway. So he's like, oh, he's like, okay, <laughs> don't really want to do this. But he goes, oh. he goes to that door and he's like, hey, security again you gotta get out of here once he gets out to that door the laughing's at the end of the hallway just around the corner like he just missed them so he's following this laughter and it's kind of like this big rectangle that meets back up in the big the entrance so every time he gets to a corner it's like he just missed them so he's following the laughter all the way down the hallway down the corners and it ends at a boiler room 
big old steel door. He can hear like laughter and chatting behind it. And he's like, you know what? No, he calls. <laughs> I can't believe he's following it continuously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he has to, he has to make sure that everything is checked. He has to, all the sensors are stripping. He has to re reset. So he's like, I have to go. He's like, I didn't want to for sure. Not. Um, he called for backup. Cause at that point the boiler room, he's like, Oh no, 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 we're not doing this. He goes outside, calls for backup. Backup gets there and lets him know like, Hey dude, this is what's happening. It's crazy. Swear to God, this is what's happening. I hear people. And the guy's like, okay, let's go in Corey. Like, let's let's see they get to the the office same exact thing they hear laughing in the office muffled open the door disappears goes to the next door goes to the next corner and he's looking at him spraying like i told you i swear to god this is happening um and then so basically his friend's like we're not it's good i'm here it's good so they walk everything reset the sensors they sit outside to make sure they can't see anybody and no one comes out. As they're sitting there, the sensors get tripped again that someone is inside. They're outside. They've been outside for the last 10 minutes making sure nothing what? is wrong. No one comes out. They can't see anybody in there. And it's tripped again. They like look at each other. They open the door again. They hear the laughter in the office. They close the door, lock it back up. And they're like, nope. And he said the rest of the night, he didn't get any calls from that place. So, yeah, that was a pretty creepy one. What the heck? I don't know. Oh something happened in the boiler room, definitely. But how he just explained it, like, it's dark at night. You know, it's like two in the morning. And he just, he's like, it's just like, I just missed it. Like, if you were to open a door and hear him, like, muffled talking. And then all of a sudden, it's like a little bit further. Like, oh, crap, they just walked out of the room continuously just like leading him down to this boiler room so yeah I don't like school in Oregon <laughs> yeah no I do not blame no. you that is so bizarre yeah. and just like the like creepy laugh the I mean the fact that they just is what's so unsettling about yeah. it and that it's moving through the building oh yeah no he he said that was like the worst because he was like it wasn't really he couldn't tell if it was like the kids like if it was ghost kids of students pass or he said it just was like laughter and just muffled enough that he couldn't like understand so he's like oh it's just missing it's around the corner yeah yeah don't, don't like that at all and then to the boiler room yeah i'm like oh at least you're smart how fast did he walk out of there after he finally locked the door for the final time and oh, went away knowing my cousin he got the hell out <laughs> he was like okay he's not, he's not gonna stay he doesn't really care for these stuff so being oh a backup gosh. and having the backup there and having that happen to them as well. It, yeah. And that's not the only creepy thing he's seen as well. So I can definitely write in. Okay. Yes. Write in. And then also let's plan our trip to Disneyland. For sure. I am down. <laughs> Love it. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing, Eden. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time and everyone have a good night. You too. Bye, Eden. Okay, I don't, I'm not a big rides person. I don't ride rides, but I need to go through that door. <laughs> just, you don't, you don't have to get on the ride. Just go through the door with me so that we can experience it together. That's what I did when you and I were at Universal. And remember, I mean, you go on all the rides, but I would, I, would I was going through. on all the rides by myself. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes I'd stand in line with you and then I'd just bail when you got on. <laughs> yeah. I just walked oh, It was, out. it was the Hagrid's adventure had just opened up at universal and so we because we were there for horror nights like on a really cool what were we like press 
we really press people. So we got to like skip the line. Yeah. Halloween Horror Nights invited us. It was the best. Coolest thing I've ever done. That was like, that might be the highlight of our podcasting career for me. I think it is. I feel the coolest doing that. Yeah. When we get to talk about it, but so we're in line, we cut it. And then I went on the ride by myself and cried because it was amazing and got off and was just running on a high. (laughs) Oh, Oh, this is so good. Yeah. We can move on, but I'm just, I'm going to be thinking about (laughs) that first experience that you didn't share with us probably for the rest of my life. Yeah. So I, I want to go. Okay. I'm going to bring up Ashley and then Katie and I'm ready to be terrified. Hi, Ashley. Ashley. Oh, hello. Mute. Here we go. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, How's it good. going? Thanks for picking me. Of course. Thanks, Thanks for, for um, raising your hand and saying you have a scary story. I'm sorry oh, you boy, experienced it. Public speaking. <laughs> and I have a lot of them and I'm not going to throw my mom under the bus, but most of the activity that all of us kids experienced were, <laughs> it was most active when living with her. <laughs> And she's got a lot of stories of when we were younger, too, that maybe I can get her to come on and join and raise her hand, too, to, to tell some of them. But maybe I'll give her a shout out like, you're the most awesome. amazing mom. I love you. Please come on and tell the stories. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Replay this when you can yes. listen back to it. Replay and be like, look at you. Like, yeah, I already gave you all of the press. Everyone's expecting you to come on. Those really super creepy ones, mom. <laughs> You know the one. <laughs> so I think I'll go back to elementary school. At this point, it was just, uh, I only had my sister at the time, younger sister. I'm the oldest of four. And my mom had gotten us out of a situation and we left with very little items. And she knew every single item that we had with us in the car when we, when we, you know, started our new life with our stepdad and whatnot. And, um, she knew every single toy because she had slowly been accumulating things. And anyway, that's another story. But there was this apartment that we lived in and my sister and I, we shared a room. We had a bunk bed and she had the bottom and I had the top because I was oldest and that was the coolest part. And <laughs> like spooky things had sort of happened. But since I was little, I didn't really like think much of it, you know, and my sister, we all had stuffed animals. Like, who didn't have stuffed animals on their beds, right? So I'm I'm laying, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm laying in the top <laughs> bunk, and she's laying in the bottom bunk, and all of a sudden she shrieks and just starts screaming, and I see her head pop up next to me because she has climbed up on the dresser and will not get down. And she is just looking down at her bed and screaming and won't get down. My mom comes in, can't calm her down. Finally, our stepdad comes in and she leaps off the dresser into his arms and she's just terrified. And I'm like, whatever's down there is going to eat me next. I know it. So I'm like, what is (laughs) happening? So finally she calms down. She says, I tried to grab the bear that was stuck on the wall in between the wall and the bed and I went to pull it out and something pulled it back down. <gasps> no. Yep. Oh. So, okay. Another part of the story, we have cats. We've always had cats. Big Mancun cats. Everyone knows what I'm talking about when you say their paws yeah. are huge and love. Yep. they like to bet mm-hmm. at you as you go by. Love yes. them. They look like wild cats. Yes. And they're ginormous and they're beautiful. But um, my mom, 
She's like, where'd that bear come from? She grabs it. She puts it out in the living room, sets it down. And our one cat walks up to it and gets all weird about it. Starts going sideways, goes up to it a little bit. The hair fur stands up on him and he books it out of that room. And mom's like, nope. And she's like, what do I do with it? I don't know where it came from. The cats don't like it. I don't want it in the house. So the next day, I seen my stepdad throw it in the dumpster. Seen it with my own eyes. Oh, no, I don't like where this is going. So um, <laughs> I'll skip the rest of the stories from that place. But a few years later, we move and we get our own rooms. And it's so exciting. I've got a back room corner to myself. I love it. And um, the first thing I do is take the closet doors off because nothing scary can be in a closet if there's no doors. And I hung curtains up, which turned out to be a mistake because, and I got a waterbed because I was like, yes, and it's the 90s and that's what you did. (laughs) And I'm laying in bed and I feel a little like bloop on the waterbed, a little bloop. And I'm like, oh, that's annoying. It must be the cat. And then in the back of my mind, I'm like, that's weird because, like, when my cat jumps up here, he shakes the entire thing. And then I look over at my curtain, and it looks like somebody is behind it and starts walking straight outwards, but you can't see anything. Like, the curtain is following a very tall figure that's walking out of my closet and, like, towards the door. And it just goes back down to the ground and then doesn't move. And I didn't have any windows or anything open and then no air current from inside my closet. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. All right, that that just happened. Awesome. So oh. horrifying. Not awesome. I did yeah. what, what anybody in my position might do. I, I went to sleep. So <laughs> I somehow went to sleep. And I woke up the next morning and I'm like, well, that was weird, but I'll just tell my mom and then I'll feel better about it and we'll go about our day. And I look at the end of my bed and smushed between the water bed and the little bit of board that there is, is a brown bear, a brown bear with a red bow, just like the one that I had seen oh, my no. stepdad throw in the dumpster years ago. And I grab it out there. I'm like, I swear, if something pulls us back down there, I'm going to burn this house down. There's no way. But nothing pulled it. I just took it out. And I was like, that's super weird. And I take it out to the kitchen. I'm about to write a letter to my mom like, hey, did somebody get a bear? And I didn't even get done with it. And she's like, where the F did that come from? And I was like, it was wedged in my bed and something creepy happened. She's like, I'll take care of it. So... I don't know what happened to it the second time, but it hasn't come back yet. And I have little kids with stuffed animals now, and I'm always keeping a lookout because I'm like, well, if it shows up again, (laughs) I've got more support this time to try different things, you know. So, and that's just one story. I mean, and yeah, so I won't take up too much time because other people have things. I'm... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm so curious. It, like, what, how did it end? Did it ever end? I don't know. I mean, my mom said she would take care of it, and I haven't seen it yet. It's been quite a few years since then. So, hopefully, whatever she did. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Yeah, your mom needs to come on here. <laughs> yeah. 
we also learned we're descendant from druids. So, I mean, way in the back. I'm like, that's that's why, mom. It's because of you and your ancestry. <laughs> you guys got a lot going on. <laughs> and, yeah. Jeez. Oh but I'm God. thinking that is so maybe scary. something. It could have morphed into something else now because I definitely have something in my current part, apartment that likes to mess with me. Because I like to, I go downstairs to do laundry and the deadbolt will be locked when I come back up. So I have to take the keys with me every single time. Something's trying to lock you out. Yeah. When or, I have a sleeping baby in the crib. In, <laughs> in the dark laundry room. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I, yeah, I hope nothing else happens. But if it does... Please share with us. Okay. I have more stories, but I'll let someone else go. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Well, you need to email us. I can't. I mean, the fact that you said I'll skip over the rest of the things that happened in that first house. It, I, yeah. yeah. We want to. Oh, yeah. Or just come on again well, we, another week. I mean, we do this every week. Okay. I mean, we lived in the first church of Ingham County, too. So it was turned into a house. Like my bedroom had a little, little door that you opened to make confession like it and then the bat in the basement is someone knocking yeah it's my son oh my gosh oh my gosh i okay, was like thank god what I, was, is <laughs> I literally just lifted up my feet from the ground i was like i'm i'm gonna shit myself that was so <laughs> scary <laughs> thank it's god timing. it's a child <laughs> yep it is a child which you know makes things even creepier because uh. <laughs> It was like knocking in threes. It was like, ding, 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 ding. I was like, dang it, Elijah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Elijah, your timing is perfect. <laughs> oh, oh, Ashley, thank you so much for wow. sharing this with us. We hope the hauntings don't continue as spooky as oh, they have sure. But Oh, my gosh. Okay. Thanks, guys. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That did not disappoint. I'm so glad you asked as soon as you did the the knocking. The knocking. Because I was like, I, I lost my yeah. breath. I couldn't even focus on anything. I'm glad you were immediately <laughs> like, hold on, hold on. I feel mm. like, I mean, you know, there's a lot of background noise for everyone just because we're, you know, we're living our lives and we're just hanging in our homes and it, it's that's like, like natural. But it's so, I think, Corinne, you and I are so used to weird things happening when we're recording that we instantly jump to worst case scenario that I'm like, I just need to know that we're safe. Right. Well, yeah. And the worst too is when I'm just kind of like vibing with the story, listening, and then I, I'm i in the comments and everyone's like, did you hear that growl? And like 12 people heard something. I'm like, oh no. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Oh gosh. Okay. Um, I'm going to bring up Katie and then Andrew. Perfect. Hi, Katie. Oh my God. This is my first time being able to listen live. So I'm so shocked that I got pulled up. Oh, welcome. It, it was meant to be because more I had I something this. to do on Tuesdays. And when I didn't, I was like, oh, I can listen to Campfire. Um, so here I am. <laughs> so, I love the bravery to, to come on and speak the first time you're here. I really admire that. It took me like 12 times of coming to not be <laughs> full on sweating through my clothing, just being here. And I'm mostly a listener. So props to you. Oh, I'm sweating. I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> You're not alone. All right. We're all in this together. Yes. 
Um, so I would say this is probably my scariest paranormal story just because of how prolonged it was and because it happened um, when I was a child. So it was through, you know, the lens of a 10 year old girl. Um, so we had just moved from Arizona to California, the San Jose area. And, um, my stepdad was a contractor and he was working on this old home that we were allowed to live in while he was remodeling it. So, um, when we moved in, there was stuff like all in the house. And as a kid, I didn't think it was that weird. I would just was like, okay, we have to clean this up and bring it out to the dumpsters and, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, and so, uh, you know, we did that. And then pretty soon into living there, um, I had my own room and then my brothers were in a different room. In my room, I started having these really intense um, nightmares where I would be inside the house that we were living in and there would be these um, demon creatures either chasing me or on my bed or in the corner of my room. Um, pretty much just all throughout the home. Um, and so I would tell my mom about them and she was like, oh, don't worry. Maybe you just need to pray. They're just dreams. Don't worry about it. But they kept getting worse and worse <laughs> and worse. Ugh, yeah. Don't worry about um, it. And so I would try to sleep with my light on. My mom would put like music on for me. Um, pretty much the only time I wouldn't have them is if I was allowed to sleep in my brother's room, like on the floor, but they didn't want me to sleep in there. <laughs> so <laughs> I usually was having these night terrors. I would start waking <laughs> up in the middle of them and I would wake up clawing my face. And so I would have like scratches all over my face when I woke up. Oh. So I don't oh know. Oh my gosh. That's if so scary. I was clawing my face or if something else was and I was touching my face when I was waking up. I'm not quite sure. Hello. And then uh, when it started to escalate a little bit more and I would have dreams where I was kind of waking up and walking around in the house and they would be impersonating like my mom or my grandma who didn't live there or my brothers and trying to get me to go with them places, which was, you know, just terrifying. And then my cousin and I, when we were playing in my room once, the door handle, it was these really old like crystal glass handles. It Wait, that sounds beautiful. They were beautiful as, you know, like a 31 year old. Now I would love to have those in my house. <laughs> but as a kid, I didn't care. But yeah. they fell out. And it was those handles that um, has like a stick on the end of one side. And that was the end that should be on the inside of the door. So that, and then the other end mm. was just like, I guess the bulb. <laughs> I don't know what you call it. And it would fall off, but then the stick would be on the outside area. And so we would get locked into my room. Um, and this happened a few times, even though my uh, parents would make sure that the stick side would be on the inside. It never was <laughs> when these would fall off. And the window was oh, um, painted shut, so we weren't able to get in there. So I just remember being in there with my cousin, like, screaming and screaming, trying to get somebody to let us out of the room. Yeah. Or stuff being set down and then being put back somewhere else. So we lived there for about, I would say, a year and then when we finally moved, my mom told me when I was older that the person who had lived in the house, the reason why there was so much stuff in there when we moved in was because the person had died in the house in the room that I was staying in. In the room you yeah. stayed in? No. So they didn't want to tell me, obviously, when this stuff started happening um, and when I was a kid. But then later, when I brought it up to my mom, like, hey, do you remember when I used to have all those horrible night terrors? Because I don't have those anymore. <laughs> and she was like... Yeah, the the woman died in the house in your room. Oh my god! So <laughs> she was and they they let oh, no. you keep sleeping in that room. Yeah, 
Yeah. They were like, we just got to get this house done so we can move out. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Uh, Jeez. Yeah. It was not great. <laughs> did your parents get like, did your mom say anything about when you would scratch your face? I wonder if that really scared her to see that or if she was just like, um, yeah, she did. She like actually took me to the doctor at one point to see like, like if there was something wrong with me, basically, um, like, why is she scratching? They're just like, oh, well, night terrors can sometimes be normal for kids this age. And so I don't think, you know, anybody really kind of realized how bad it was. So, yeah. So sometimes I'll have, you know, paranormal stuff happen, but that was like over the course of a year. And it was literally every single night I was sleeping in that room. I would have these dreams. Oh, um, or something. Oh my gosh. I knew I wasn't sleeping. There were some times where I was actually awake and I would see these things. So it was, um, yeah, it was awful. <laughs> so, I'm so glad yes. that I don't, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised that you're still able to like talk about ghost stories and listen to ghost stories and not be immediately sent back to the terror of that year. Yeah. I mean, it's been 20 plus years. So thankfully, um, you know, time has passed. And then, like I said, it hasn't happened. Like those kind of dreams haven't happened since I have grown up. So it was like literally after we moved out of that house, they went away. So, um, so what happened to that house? Um, it's in San Jose. It's pretty much right behind where the sharks play. I I look it up sometimes to see if people are there. And it, like it's been lived in. So I know I want to check Zillow and see, you know, when it's put up for sale and then when it's bought again. And then like six months later, it's put up for sale again because it's haunted. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's crazy. My, um, my grandma is always just like, my grandma's, um, is native. And so she's <laughs> telling me all the things that my mom needed to do, but my mom doesn't believe in that kind of stuff. So she was just like, no, she'll be fine. She'll be fine. Oh, just. Just creepy, but thank God you don't have those. You don't have to deal with that now. Well, I hope. No, no, no. (laughs) Um, I mean, just normal scary dreams, but nothing like that anymore. Thank goodness. I don't wake up like clawing at my face or anything. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. This is going to stick with me. I like feel like I'm going to fall asleep and my, uh, this will be what I I think about. You guys want it scary, but I hope it doesn't scare you that bad or anything so that it's a problem later but. oh my gosh wow well i'm i'm sad for this the person who passed in the house to have if they're the ones haunting it to still be there and not have found peace and to have clearly some sort of anger issues to inflict all of these yeah. terrors on you and essentially i assume like contribute or force you to scratch yourself that's really really scary just all yeah, of and I don't know why like I asked my brothers and I don't know if they just didn't want to admit it or not but they always said that nothing ever bothered them in that house so it's of course pretty, of course they like, were in the clear and returned room <laughs> or just me I don't know what it was but yeah terrifying <laughs> jeez oh, man well well <laughs> time has passed you're no longer in that house and now we yeah yeah, i need to just like (laughs) post the address and then someone else here is gonna be like wait a second that's my house (laughs) oh my god like i really hope and i if somebody does live in that house i hope they like 
shut that room off or something. Yeah. I mean, well, and too, maybe since then people have done, like, I know, I know your mom didn't believe in any of the stuff that she needed or, or that was being suggested to her to help with the haunting, but maybe yeah. there was someone else that moved in that, that had more knowledge or, or more faith in some of the, the cleansing of the space practices. So perhaps it's a peaceful place now. Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. It's a really cool old house. So I think it was built in the... Can you send us um, the Zillow yeah. link? Can you? Yeah. 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 I can definitely do that. Amazing. So my aunt, my aunt actually introduced me to your show. Um, so hi, Aunt Kim, if you're listening. Um, and we both check up on it. So Well, my, my number wow. one question is, do they still have the beautiful glass door handles i hope so because if they got thrown out that's a shame <laughs> oh that would be awful yeah no that that place like the fixtures in there were beautiful but the entire place was just freaky <laughs> so, yeah haunted. yeah well, yeah <laughs> and it you don't want to risk taking something from the house either being like oh well i'll just take this one thing that i really fell in love with from the home because what if the spirit attaches itself yeah no as a kid definitely not like i got hurt a few times in the house too like being awake like they had floor grates for heating and i stepped on one once and like burned the entire bottom of my foot i got stitches oh, wow there because i slipped um but my uh, stepdad was doing tiling. Oh my I had like a tile sticking out of my leg and we had to go to the hospital and get stitches. Oh, that was just me being like 10 years old and like clumsy or if that was, you know, something else. But so I was very happy to move <laughs> when we did. So. Yeah. I mean, this was a, this was a difficult year of your life. We can tell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if the ghost didn't get you at night, yeah, you had really... basically the house coming for you during the day. <laughs> Yes, Katie. Wow, what a yeah, that house. Yes, I'll definitely Jeez. send you guys the link so you can look at it. Thank you, thank, thank you, you so much, much Katie. Thanks thank you for, for sharing and thanks for coming. <laughs> thank you. All right, bye. bye. I can't wait to re-listen to this episode because I feel like the internet, aka Sven, our ghost, has been just picking and choosing what parts of people's stories I hear. And it's always like the most terrifying thing ever. And so I'm excited to re-listen and get the whole, whole story. Well, honestly, I feel like, I feel like each part of it is horrifying and terrifying. This has been generally a very scary episode. Like even the parts that you're missing, you're going to re-listen and be like, oh my God, that happened. (laughs) So freaky. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay, Who did you say we were bringing up? Andrew, and this is going to be our last story for the night. Andrew, hello, Andrew. Hey, can you guys hear me? We can hear you. Hello, yes, we can. Uh, hello, hello. <laughs> oh, I got a couple of stories from uh, when I was working security at a mall, uh, kind of like Eden's, Eden's cousin. Um, so, uh, first story: uh, our security office is located underneath. The, the mall itself, there's like a huge uh, movie theater right on top. So we're like all the way on the bottom. There was a uh, an equipment room where we kept all of our bikes and stuff. And uh, the feeling in that room was pretty bad. Like it's that, you know, close the light and then you feel like you have to run out kind of bad. One day, uh, well, one night I used to work <laughs> shift. Um, around three o'clock, we tow cars. And that was like an especially busy night we had. So it was like 20 cars. I was the youngest guy uh, in the shift. So my boss at the time says, hey, uh, go 
go into the uh, office and write out all of these reports uh, because you're the fastest one. So I go and I end up in the equipment room and I couldn't help but feeling like something was watching me the entire time while I was doing those reports. And eventually I get tired. It takes me like an hour and a half to like even get through all of it. And eventually I start like bobbing my head because I'm like really, really, really tired. So I'm bobbing my head, uh, trying to fight through like the sleepiness and whatever. And then eventually I wake up, I get my second wind. I'm like hot and sweaty and gross. And uh, on the computer screen, right right where I left the, the last report that I was writing, it, it said it breaks its neck. So, yeah. yeah. <gasps> what? So, yeah, it breaks its neck. And I think it was that feels like a to threat. me like bobbing my head so much. Like I was... Uh, yeah. Oh, that's so creepy. Was pretty, it was a pretty light asleep because I didn't want to like get caught by my coworkers. Yeah, my bosses were next right, door. Right. So I like deleted it. I walked over there and I was like, yo, did any of you come in there? Uh, or are you guys messing around? They're like, no, we didn't even know you were in there. So, you know, I was, I was in there alone. Uh, and that was on the screen. Yeah. Oh, no. Also, the fact that whatever it was that wrote that referred to you as yeah. it. it's also concerning it makes me think it's like some demonic presence that doesn't really recognize what humans are it's just like that other creature you like it bobs its neck yeah it breaks its neck yeah yeah are you okay are you okay i tripped in my bathroom okay (laughs) oh do not break your neck no stay completely still lay down lay down on the ground actually stay there forever That is right. horrifying. Did anyone else at, at your place of work ever experience anything like that? Uh, uh-oh. Hello? Oh. Hello? Oh, Andrew, can you hear us? I can hear you, yeah. Hi. Hi. Did anyone else at, at your place of work experience the paranormal? Or oh, was yeah. It just- yeah, so a bunch of uh, a bunch of my other coworkers and stuff, like we've, we've all run into it because we usually worked from 11 p.m. to 7 a.m., so... Things get weird all the time. Man, you know, the worst part of this whole thing is that you were the fastest at your job, the best at that job. And so they gave it to you and then you were haunted (laughs) severely. You experienced probably the worst paranormal experience there just because you were good at your job, which is pretty sad. It should be the opposite. (laughs) Yeah, there was a there was a parking structure that they were building in the place. A, a new parking structure where they put like a TJ Maxx and all of that stuff that's there now. But um, uh, before it used to just be no lights, just a huge parking structure, uh, which they had to stop construction uh, because they found like ancient Hawaiian bones on site. I'm from Hawaii. So I don't <laughs> Yeah. So I don't know if that like, wow. you know, if it being a graveyard, if all of Hawaii being a graveyard, like contributes to, uh, you know, paranormal experiences right. just in general. I mean, yeah. I am also curious. Yeah. Or just some of it, the, if it oh, wasn't necessarily a threat, but like them trying to get a message across of like how they died. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Felt a little more menacing. I just don't want it to be menacing, you know? Yeah. Wow. I'm surprised by you, Sabrina. You ask I'm for a scary stories woman. and then when you get them, you're like, never mind. <laughs> No, I still enjoy them, but I'm trying to put a positive spin on it, I guess. Right. Yeah. It's just kind of creepy to think about it. I mean, I know that you were kind of trying to stay awake and kind of like in and out a little bit, but it's very creepy to think of you alone in that room, Andrew, and then whatever it was just over you. Like, like, did it punch in the the keys on the keyboard or did it just somehow make the message appear? 
Well, I mean, I was like in and out of like consciousness. So I don't know if it used my fingies to like. That's even scarier. Oh my gosh. Like I was like in and out, like I was bobbing in and out of consciousness because I was so tired, you know. What if you weren't even bobbing in and out of consciousness, but what if the spirit was taking over your body and that's why your consciousness was like falling asleep, but it was the spirit taking over Uh, your body and then using your fingers to type the keys. Oh, Curtis, yeah, you that, didn't realize you thought you were sleepy, but you were actually just trying to fight to stay in your own body and not yes. be possessed. Karina, is that a better take? That is that a more Sabrina take? <laughs> That's a much more Sabrina take. <laughs> but clearly, Andrew's like, no, 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 no. I don't. Uh, like I, don't I don't want to think about it. <laughs> Wait, so, so do you still oh work there? No, no, that was a long time ago. It was like ten years ago. Okay, yeah, I'm out of there. Okay, so yeah. your current wow. place of work is not haunted. Hopefully. Well, it is. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh my gosh. But yeah, it's just everywhere, you know. And I, I think our family just. So maybe it's you. Yeah, our family just in general. Uh, is <laughs> or it's close, Hawaii. So, or it's Hawaii. You never know. Yeah. 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 Wow. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for sharing this with us. Um, you'll have to email us or come back and share more of your haunting experiences. For sure. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank well, you. For coming. Thank you, Andrew. Hey, Jess, shout out. Shout out to Jess. I got her into the triangle. Hi, Jess. Get lost in the triangle with us. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Andrew, good good getting out. You've been promoted. We'll get you a, a, a pink car next for doing that. Thank you. It is invisible, but you will yeah. get it. Yeah. No worries. Like it's SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Andrew. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, guys. Okay. I know that um, we were literally just talking. Well, not everyone here, but Sabrina, you and I earlier were just talking about down a dark hall again, but now you have me thinking about well, Andrew, when he was like, what if I use my fingies? I'm thinking about Down a Dark Hall when they get possessed and they write novels oh, or music gosh. or whatever. So, or paint. Or, yes. Yeah, the artists come through them. Yeah. Oh, such, I might want to reread that book. Me so too. Good. I haven't read it since I was in middle school. So maybe I will. Been a long time. Um, um, okay. okay. Well, we need to pick a topic. I was just going to say before we, before everyone week. leaves, let's figure out what we're going to do next week. Jen, the book is Downey Dark Hall. I believe it's a young adult book because I read it yes, when I was it is. young. Well, I read it when I was 24. Does that count as young? 25? Whenever you... Um, How long did it take you to read it, Sabrina? A few hours? Like a day. Yeah, not even. Yeah, yeah it was so Perfect. good. Okay. okay. Sleep paralysis, uh, curses, hot man, dreams, duendes. Haunted churches. Demon curses, you know I want that. Ooh. Sleep paralysis or haunted schools. Sleep paralysis is a good one. I feel like a lot of people... Oh, other countries' ghosts. Oh, gosh. Here's the problem. I like all of these. How do we ever choose? Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, decisive. What, what if we do this? What if we take three? Okay, so I feel like sleep paralysis, haunted schools, and premonitions are coming up the most. So what if we take those three make a little like poll thing on our Instagram story and make everyone else choose for us. Ooh. Oh, that's a great idea. So then we don't have the pressure of it. So premonitions, haunted schools, or sleep paralysis. Okay. Love it. We will post that in That's a great idea. Minutes. Okay. Perfect. Wow. Thank you all for joining us again. I'm, again, continuously awed by the fact that everyone comes and has so many ghost stories and continues to share them. We will be back here next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. 
And um, we will miss you, Cameron. We'll miss you too. We'll miss all of you. And But we'll see you in discourse. Yes. And then we have how many episodes? We have an episode of Campfire Stories coming out tonight. We have an episode of Encounters coming out on Sunday. And then we'll be back here on Tuesday. There's so many Before time. you know it, you'll blink so and we'll be back. back. Exactly. So go vote for which topic you want out of the three that we just said on Instagram in one minute. We'll see you in Discord. Yes. And we will see, see you on the, on the other side. Bye. Thanks again for listening. Here's a reminder that you can catch Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. And if you want to join the conversation or share your ghost stories with us, just download the Spotify Live app available in the App Store now and sign up for free. You can even use your Spotify login. Easy. Every Tuesday, we're chatting with you about all the ghostly and spooky encounters and haunted happenings that leave us shivering at night and unable to sleep. Hence the campfire. So download Spotify live for free today and follow Campfire Stories to get notified every time we light the fire. We cannot wait to hear your ghost stories. Very spooky.